you're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, Bill's Pipes, X-Brand Goggles, and Just One Helmets. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, but with us on the line, we've got none other than the Stank Dog, that's right, the 726 on the Thermotech Yamaha, and that's a 125 two-stroke. How's it going, Stank Dog? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're not doing too bad whatsoever. It's uh, 98 degrees up here in the great Canadian north. Uh, the Humidex is about 100% right now. And, uh, hey, yeah, sweaty as balls, but we love it. Oh, yeah, it's a nice day out there for you guys, for sure. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, but uh, the entire motocross industry seems to be a buzz um, from uh, your buzzing machine. Tell us a little bit about how uh, Thermotech Yamaha uh, and in pulling you over to uh, their team for the outdoors for a three-round uh, event where uh, you've been taking on the series on a 125 two-stroke. Yeah, um, you know, me and Mike Visor and uh, Jeremy from Thermotech, uh, we, we talked in uh, Vegas Arena Cross. Uh, uh, we talked about riding a 125. He had a pretty sweet one, and uh, he was like, hey, man, you want to be a uh, part of it? And, you know, we'll it's more for publicity than anything, you know, and we didn't think anything of it that it turned into something this big. We were just, you know, going to just do it to do it. And then it, it's kind of turning into a lot more, more than we expected to. And, uh, it's, it's a pretty good feeling. No doubt. Uh, proud to say that we, uh, more or less broke the news on this show, uh, a better part of six weeks ago when, uh, you had just taken your, first overall victory as an arena cross athlete uh, your second moto victory or uh, main event victory as you got that second uh second main event and secured yourself an overall um and then yeah this this whole plan count unfolded it was a thermotech 125 you didn't have anything solid for the outdoors so why not do a couple of rounds and then why not on a 125 like uh uh i've often said if you're gonna go out there and uh and and be in the position from between like 19th to, to, to back, why not be on a, on a, on a two-stroke and uh, make some serious noise out there? And uh, you guys have turned some serious heads. The guys from Verb Moto, Wes over there, has uh, like really welcomed you guys in. And uh, I got to think the whole motocross industry has been uh, cheering you on the whole time. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's actually pretty crazy how much love we're getting from everyone. Um, you know, uh, if I were out there on a 250F, yeah, uh, top 15, maybe, you know, 15th through, uh, where I'm finishing now on the 125, uh, you know, that's not going to turn any heads being a 250F being out there and, and finishing those positions. Uh, no one would really look at you. So we figured, yeah, like, yeah. no one would have, like, I'm not, not to say that, uh, 
those positions aren't incredibly difficult to get. But yeah, Garrett Stanky showed up on a on a two fifty F KTM. Uh, put it in for uh, a 21-23 ride. I doubt we'd be talking about, like very many people would be talking about it, uh, much less getting uh, the the endorsement that you've gotten. Yeah, you know, of course, you know that's that's the main thing is 21-23 on on my own bike would be awesome for me. You know, that'd be a great accomplishment. But yeah, again, no no one would would see the big picture of how great that was and want to help out, but that being on a two stroke, you know, the great finishes everyone sees. Oh yeah. This, I mean, it takes a rider to ride the bike too, you know, and it's, it's, it's actually pretty crazy how much, how much hype it's all getting and all the love we're getting from the uh, sport. It's, it's really crazy. No doubt. Uh, speak to us a little bit about those, uh, uh, skills of yesteryear, which uh, seem to have uh, kind of they've kind of been fallen by the wayside with how easy it is to always be in a right gear on a four-stroke. Uh, you yourself are dealing with a six-gear transmission uh, in these deeply, deeply ripped tracks, and uh, you're picking gears the entire time. It's a very aggressive riding style to make a 125 go fast. How is that transition for you, and how are you enjoying the bike? Um, you know, it's actually a lot different. It has no engine braking, of course, and going from riding a four-stroke to hopping on that. I mean, the first time I actually rode the bike was the first practice of High Point. I never even rode the bike until the weekend of High Point. And wow. it was it was a lot different, you know. Um, you have to be more aggressive on the bike, just, you know, hanging out a little bit harder and, like like you said, shift shifting a lot. I was going from fifth gear to sixth to six all the way back down to first in some of the corners because it was so deep and then just having to come out and bang bang gears second third fourth really quick and it just it, it's tough but it's also a lot of fun and i actually don't even get tired when i'm out there because i'm having way too much fun to even think about getting tired well you're flowing with the motorcycle you've got to be gritting ear to ear underneath that fly f2 carbon helmet and uh, actually wait you were in a, a bell helmet do you not uh, yeah, we're in a bell helmet currently right now. Oh, okay. But you are a fly athlete, but, uh, either way, underneath yeah. that helmet, fly ear to ear, and, uh, that, uh, Bill's pipe, uh, silencer sounding way too good off the back. Yes, no? Oh, yeah, you know, Brandon from Bill's pipe, he hooked us up, you know, I uh, can't thank him enough. Uh, it sounds so awesome right now with that Bill's pipe on it. It's, it's gonna sound amazing this weekend. Sweet, and uh, I don't know if you've looked at the forecast, but uh, looking like we might have some mud. A um, little bit weary about the machine uh, holding up in the muddy conditions of uh, the, the possibility this weekend? Um, you know, I don't think it'll be too much of a problem as long as I can just, uh, you know, no, try not to wring its neck out too much. Uh, try to keep it, keep the bike shifting and uh, stay off the let's say, uh, the rev limiter, even though it doesn't have a rev limiter, let's say, keep it off the higher RPMs through the mud yeah. and just, just try to get the bike to survive it. And uh, if it's muddy, you know, I'm from the Pacific Northwest. Uh, I've ridden a few muddy days in my time. So I think it'll be a it'll be a good, fun weekend. And I think the 125 will last both motos and uh, hopefully get it inside the top 20. Perfect. That would be unbelievable to see a, a 125 up front or uh, up in that top 20. Um a little piece of nostalgia for the guys who have been watching racing for a number of years, the fans that uh, like the that those bikes were were all there was before there was one uh, the four strokes came in and they were extremely dominant and uh, 
Uh, the tracks have changed a little bit since four strokes uh, came up, and especially the the ruts are a lot differently because four strokes cornered differently. Do you notice that uh, some of the lines out there just don't tr truly work for your machine? Um, yeah, you know there are they are different. Um, some of them get too deep for my bike to actually go through. It lugs the power down so so much that I have to find a different line that the rut's not so deep. Um, at a high point, you know, it wasn't didn't have too many braking bumps, but it was super ruddy everywhere, even down the straightaways, and every corner was super deep ruts. So I had to have a good line selection and stay out of the deep ruts. So uh, this move to the two-stroke and was more or less just kind of a, a fun thing to do. But um, is it something that you would do again? Like if if uh, if you don't have that solid um, outdoors program to do some select rounds uh, on a two-stroke, generate some attention to what you have going on. And uh, like you said, if you had done the same rides on a four-stroke, you don't turn heads. But this way, you would. Uh, would you do this again, or would you suggest it to somebody else? Um, you know, I would, I would for sure give it, give it a go again, uh, if I ever had the opportunity to, um, you know, I kind of, I kind of put my heart into anything I do, but, you know, I'm not really an outdoor rider. I mean, I would like to do it on, on a four stroke as well and give that an opportunity, but, uh, the two stroke is the thing right now. So I'm going to go ahead and try to keep that, that one going and try to maybe finish out the season and, uh, maybe even, uh, do it next year. We'll, we'll see what, what plays out. What we need to do is we need to get you got you connected with the uh, Future West Productions people over in British Columbia, Canada, who run an arena cross series. I believe it's eight rounds, four weekends in a row, Friday and Saturday, and you can ride a 252 stroke in their uh, in their open class. So uh, how 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 would you like something like that? Um, no, that that'd be pretty sweet, you know. Uh... Uh, I've never really ridden a 252 stroke, but I'll ride any anything that's available. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just down to ride. Absolutely, uh, guys like uh, Brad Nodit and uh, a few of the uh, like uh, I don't know if you know uh, uh, Ross Johnson. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know Ross pretty well and Brad Nodit. Yeah, uh, Ross came up, and I believe he's, he snatched the uh, the number one plate for last year. Uh, you might have to get in touch with him to see if you guys can't uh, put something together for you to come up and uh, two-stroke or four-stroke, uh, bring, bring your talents uh, north of the border. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to check into that season. Um, I know I, I looked into doing it a little bit uh, last year, um, but I really wasn't ready, and uh, I needed a little more training. Uh, but hopefully this year I can uh, get my training done before that and then I can come and race that and that'd be a great preparation before arena cross starts for sure especially because they got some uh, they got some dash for cash races that uh, uh, a guy by the name of Ryan Lockhart uh, seems to have uh, locked down I'm sure you could have something to say about it oh, oh yeah I know Lockhart too you know and uh, I, <laughs> I guess uh, it's uh, what is it maybe a one or two lap race um, yep so uh, I guess just go out there and get, give it your all and uh, make no friends out there yeah, make zero friends, lots of lock passes. It's all about the start, but uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, how's the fitness doing? Uh, racing arena cross, uh, it is two main events in one night, but uh, they are shorter blasts. Uh, how have you had to change your approach to training over the last little while to prepare yourself to go 35 plus two on that zinger? Um, you know, not too much is different in the training. Um, even when I'm training for arena cross, I still... Uh, try to go out twice a week and ride outdoors and 
I, st- I still do two 30 minute plus two lap motos every single time I go out and ride outdoors. Um, you know, and I try to, even when I'm practicing for arena cross, I do more laps than, than what we do, you know, to, to keep the intensity up, but, uh, it is a little different. Um, obviously it's way longer, but, uh, I just, it's, you know, same training, same training when I'm off the bike, um, do a little road biking and, uh, jogging and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of fishing. <laughs> <laughs> fishing definitely uh gets those competitive juices flowing for you that's that's awesome man um it, it sounds like everything is going uh jared stanky's way these days um the how fast this has caught fire in terms of the two-stroke thing uh you had your best success i would say as a professional uh given the extremely deep field in, the, in arena cross do you feel like your career is on an upswing right now um, yeah, for sure. This is the most positive uh, my career has been. Um, you know, it's, I still honestly can't believe how much hype we're getting and how much love we're getting from everyone. It's uh, it's truly a blessing, and it's uh, it's honestly really crazy how much love every everyone's given us. And even, you know, I've gained over 4,000 uh, Instagram followers just from doing this, you know, and it's, there's no way of riding a four stroke out there and me going in the same positions that anyone would think that was any cooler than riding it on a two stroke. Hey, this is Jared Steinke and we're going to commercial. We'll be right back. All right, guys, guys. it's time for a commercial. commercial. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they're simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. 
find out about the J12, the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Two thousand and fourteen X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear offs, zip off systems, nose guard and more. Check out EKSBrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys who are building wheels for Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock, call up Roy Borden today at 204-633-2722. Well, I'd like to think that I probably would have uh, called you up to have an interview uh, either way, but uh, always great to talk uh, two strokes, and uh, uh, it's just a blast from the past that you, you don't see enough of anymore, and uh, I've said it before, uh, a guy that uh, is in the position to be in that, like, like on a four-stroke, 19th or 18th or 19th backward from there. Like I, I don't see why you wouldn't just go like dial up a two stroke and uh, and and really go make a name for yourself and 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 turn some heads doing it because people love to see it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, the top twenty, you know, some of those guys, I'd say from fifteenth to twentieth, you know, don't really have the equipment that the, let's say the top teams have. So maybe all the dudes that weren't on the top teams, they go out there and get on a 
125 two-stroke and just have 15 other riders out there on a 125 two-stroke, that would make the racing unbelievable and so much more fun to watch. You know, have the top guys up there battling, and then you've got the dudes back there around 20th to 40th all battling on 125 two-strokes. That would just, that would be unbelievable. Uh, you gotta love that smell. You gotta love that uh, that sound. Um, just just remi- reminds you of, uh, of a of a different time. Did you ride one twenty fives as you grew up, or uh, was this something that uh, like like what? When did you when did you start riding big bikes? How, uh, what what year would that have been? Um, you know, I think it was right around two thousand seven. I uh, okay got off a of super mini and got on a YZ one twenty five. And uh, I rode a YZ125 um, all the way through the C class and the B class. And then uh, right before I turned uh, professional, I moved up to the 250F. So I've ridden a Okay, so you do have some, some experience on, on the, that particular machine. It hasn't changed a whole lot since then and uh, definitely served you well. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I still have a YZ125 at home that I still get to ride too. So it's, uh, it's, it's really fun. No doubt. Um, are are you pretty handy in the garage? You know how to work on those things. Make sure they're uh, they're ticking for you. Oh yeah, you know I, I do it all. Um, besides besides the bottom end, I'll leave that to uh, Asker Racing. Um, but yeah. he's uh, he does most of my motor work. You know he does everything for me uh, on the personal bikes. He uh, he does everything. But if I need uh, need to do something on the road, I can pretty much do it and uh, got myself covered. So is is the machine that you're running a true 125 or is it a 144? Uh, there's been some speculation of that. Um, you are allowed to run a 144, but uh, is it a 125? Um, yeah, it for sure is a 125. You know, stock bore, stock stroke. Um, it's just it's port and polished by uh, DH1 mods, and uh, you know, it's just got some got some cool stuff on the inside. Nothing nothing too pretty. Um, balanced and uh, polished crank, wise uh, co piston. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's stock bore, stock, stock stroke. It's a true 125. Uh, it's, and, and sounds like it, man. Like, I, like back in 2010, we had, uh, Jimmy Dakota's release his, uh, video of just the motor and that went viral. People loved it. Then 2012 rolls around Darren Durham on a, uh, a one a CR 125, no music, I got to imagine at somewhere down the line there's going to be released a video of yourself ripping around a track, no music, just the beautiful sound of that uh, MX2 Bill's pipe silencer uh, screaming away. Oh yeah, you know we'll see if uh, Verb Moto West from Verb can we'll see if it can put something together with those guys or uh, might have to do something a little privately. Never know. Absolutely. Uh, where do you feel like you're at all in a, at a disadvantage on that machine? Uh, do you, do you feel like there's a spot where you, you just can't keep up with the four strokes or, uh, does it just come down to racecraft? Um, you know, the start is, is a big, uh, disadvantage for me. Um, and I'd say coming out of the corners a little bit, but I'd say other than that, on the straightaways coming into the corners, you know, I can do, I can do pretty much all the jumps. Um, like I was doing the uphill triple next to the start on a high point pretty consistently the second moto. I know it's a really hard triple. Um, yeah, the one that Brock Schmillian, uh broke himself to sh- a, a, a Schmillian. Yeah, that was an early crash too. That was really, really crazy. Yeah. 
but no, other, otherwise, uh, the bike uh, is keeping up with everybody else, and uh, like it, it's it's just about riding it differently. You gotta keep up your momentum and all that, right? Yeah, you gotta keep the momentum up, and uh, you know, keep keep it on the pipe and keep those power valves open. <laughs> For sure. Uh, as far as a stepping stone bike, um, like I've always I've often said, uh, we have these kids that ride steel frame two strokes with a carburetor and ancient suspension and this, that, and the other thing uh, on super minis. And then we ask them to step on to a fuel-injected four-stroke with an aluminum frame uh, and ECU mapping, this, that, and the other thing. Like, it's, it's, it's completely different worlds. Do you feel like uh, most, most kids should be spending at least one year on the two str- on the on a, basically uh, one, the 125? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, that would, it would help them a lot transition to the bigger bike and I think it would make them a faster and better rider, to be honest. You know, you got to carry the momentum, you know, charging behind something that's on a 250F, you know, and you see that the bike's pulling you just a little bit coming out of the corners. It makes you want to just, you know, hold it on a little bit longer coming in and just try to get that drive to just keep, keep up with those guys and just keep the momentum flowing. And, you know, I think it really helps with, momentum around the track and your corner speed um approximately how many horsepower does your mustache add to the whole scenario um it definitely doesn't um slow me down that's for sure and uh i think i think the long hair it makes people mad too i think if i were to put it in a ponytail no one likes getting past with a dude with a ponytail especially on a 125 if you if you pulled a whole shot on a buck and a quarter with a with a a ponytail, I I feel like like the first of all you'd break the internet, and uh, you'd have thirty nine angry two fifty fs coming after you in in a hurry. I think whoever was behind me would probably put me on the ground. <laughs> the yeah. first person behind well, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, ho- hopefully uh, you're able to scamper away at that point. Um, who who all do you also have to thank for uh, for putting this all together? Uh, I'm amazed the way it's caught fire. I've always been a huge two-stroke fan, but uh, first hearing that you're going to do some rounds, like yeah, it's kind of cool. I hope that you get some publicity from it. But uh, I don't think anybody could have imagined what uh, eventually uh, became of it. Uh, who who who's really sit, uh, behind you in all this? Um, you know, Jeremy White, um, Thermotech, uh, Mike Pfizer. He has a bunch to do with it. Um, he's behind the scenes. You know hooking us up with NBC Sports and hooking us up with Verbmoto. And, uh, and I can't thank the guys enough from Verbmoto from coming out and hooking us up. You know, there's going to be selling T-shirts for me to help help uh, do, do the remaining rounds. Um, I can't thank Fly Racing enough. Um, Max from Fly hooks me up pretty good. Um, you know, John Knowles from Scott. Uh, Tom Crane from Ankle Savers. Uh, no Toil. Uh, Bill Spikes. You know, uh, weird gloves, everyone else, I can't thank them enough. Solid. Um, do you, it, did, is Max uh, fitting you up for some 2016 fly year uh, this, this weekend? Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, we haven't talked anything about the 2016 gear yet. Um, whenever, whenever I get a chance, I'm sure he'll uh, hook me up with it. Right on, man. Well, uh, we wish you the best of luck going forward. Uh, I'll be heading down to Millville. Fingers crossed that you'll be able to make it to that round. But if not, uh, yeah, just keep doing what you do, man, because what you do is good. Cool, man. Thank you. Much appreciated.
All right, you have yourself a good night. Don't hang up just yet. Uh, I I gotta get some uh, get. Uh, don't just don't hang up just yet. All right, cool. Thank you for listening to the Big MX podcast, brought to you by X Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at bigmxradio.com for more content.